Tuesday. Can you imagine a world without the Beatles? A world without Penny Lane or paperback writer or Jude? Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I know, right? Their influence is so far-reaching and history-changing, but that is exactly the premise of the film Yesterday. I am Tuesday. She is Kaylee. We're all in this yellow submarine and on our way to an octopus's garden in this episode. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. The concept of this film is a bit harebrained. Jack Malik is a struggling musician who just can't get a break. He can sing and play the guitar, he writes original songs, but is stuck at the back of music festivals or singing for disinterested patrons at bars. His manager and roadie, Ellie, does the best she can to get him some good gigs. She's a school teacher by day and Jack's longtime friend, and she's nursed something of a crush on Jack since they were in high school, and she's more than willing to go the extra mile for him. After one particularly disheartening evening of pub playing, Jack gets hit by a bus. At that exact moment, the power mysteriously goes out all around the world. Well, we'll let the clip from the trailer fill you in on the rest. Yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. Oh, my trouble seems so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe. When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. No. Stop it. Yesterday. It's one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Sorry, I'm just listening to Jack's new song. What's this one called? Uh, leave it be. Let it be. Well, rock on, Jack. Oh, yeah. Tell you something. <laughs> We should talk. See, we pay, and you write songs, and then you make a ton of money. And then we take most of it. The one, the only, Jack Malik! We would like you to write something right now. All right, so as you heard, Jack ends up singing all the Beatles songs that everyone forgot and rockets to stardom. But all is not well. We won't spoil much more than that for you, but suffice it to say, becoming a superstar off of someone else's genius will take a toll on anyone. But let's pause and talk about our cast. We have Hamish Patel as Jack, Lily James as Ellie, Kate McKinnon shows up kind of as like Jack's bigwig producer, and then Ed Sheeran, yeah, the singer himself, is playing himself. And he actually does a pretty decent job. Uh, He has more than a cameo. He has several scenes where he really does have to act. 
And this is the first time I've ever seen him do any sort of acting. I don't follow him that closely. So I'll give him a thumbs up. He actually did a pretty rock on job. Yeah, I think he actually did pretty well acting as someone who is not an actor. The only thing I had an issue with was I really couldn't connect with Kate McKinnon or her character. Hmm. She brought in this kind of like comic relief, but kind of ruined scenes for me. The movie didn't really need a comic relief. No, I feel like Jack brought enough comedy to the story uh, himself. You're right. I love Kate McKinnon so much, and I liked seeing her, but I think I have to agree with you, Tuesday. She didn't add much to this film. I think they brought her on for the name, but, yeah, she didn't, I don't know. It felt a little bit off now that I think about it. You're right on that. Yeah. Now, fans of the British shows EastEnders or The Luminaries will recognize Himish Patel. I know several people have asked me if he's the same guy that plays Jamal in Slumdog Millionaire, but it's not. That's Dev Patel, and I'm pretty sure that these guys are not related to each other. But there is a Slumdog Millionaire connection in that Danny Boyle, the director, did both Yesterday and Slumdog. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. You know, overall, the the film has a really unique storyline. It has interesting cameos and some really good, like, ongoing jokes throughout it. I love the jokes in this yeah. movie. And I loved Slumdog Millionaire. So, I, you know, with that, I was really expecting greatness and prayed for as for little to no kind of kitschy, campy context in there because it's so easy for a movie like this to fall into that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it really it was a joy from the beginning to the end, and I really thought it had a beautiful flow through it. It wasn't slow and quick. It really just had this nice, steady flow. And honestly, my favorite part is probably when poor Jack, he's trying to remember all the lyrics of the lesser-known songs. And, of course, he has no reference, so he's like, well, uh, what, what was it next? It was it was amazing. Oh, well, and Lily James is super hot. So that was also a bonus. You, you've had a new awakening for a star. I know Lily James from several movies. She just has that, like, perfect little face to play, like, innocent and Just makes you want to kiss her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. she, she is fantastic. She's definitely, I mean, if you don't know her, you need to know her. She is wonderful. You kind of mentioned that she's sort of like the next Kira Knightley. Totally. And I can see that as well. I'd like to see them both in a movie together, actually. She gave me total Kira Knightley vibes. It, <laughs> they, I mean, they could play sisters. But, you know, what I really enjoyed about this film myself, aside from all the funny jokes and gags, like you said, he had to remember all the lyrics and, like, everything from the Beatles disappeared, even his records of the Beatles, gone. <laughs> but I loved how it didn't take the easy way out when telling this story. It hits on the obvious things like, okay, he's going to be thought of as a genius. But like what he does with that genius and how that plays out, I think, surprised me in some ways. Because it's almost like almost at no point did he actually really enjoy stardom. He was more concerned in like doing justice to the music and... Any changes that he ends up being forced to make are really gut-wrenching to him. And later in the trailer, we see him doing Hey Jude. And Ed Sheeran's like, no, what's Hey Jude is really kind of dated. Can you do, like, Hey Dude? <laughs> He's like, what? Don't butcher that song. And I think, uh, you know, Jack is like all of us going, no, you can't ruin these 
you know, songs, but because nobody knows about them, they, they do make some slight changes in there. And, you know, nothing is really cliche about this. And the way they interweave all the different songs, like you said, they really dig deep into the Beatles repertoire and pull out songs. So I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that one in a while. Well, and I thought about I thought about it after the movie. And really, it's the difference between sitting down, writing a song and performing it versus let's be honest, like going to karaoke at a bar. I mean, how are you going to really enjoy stardom when you know for a fact you're stealing someone else's genius? Like, so I can, I can see how difficult that would have been for him. Exactly. And, you know, earlier on, I referenced how Ellie, played by Lily James, has this deep love for him that he had no idea was going on. So that weaves into the story in an interesting way because as he's becoming more and more famous and pulling away from her, she's like, go do your career. She's really supportive, mm-hmm. even though she loves him, but do your career and rise up to the top. Don't hold back for me. But there is this kind of point where he does return to the UK. They meet up. And she basically lays it out for him. I don't want to be an impediment to your career, but if you want me, you're going to have to make that choice. I can't follow you to L.A. And I thought that was really a well-done and mature way of handling their relationship. Well, and at one point, she's like, you had 12 years. And now I am, you're this super rock star and I'm a school teacher. And, you know, kind of having that world where we were perfect together before you were famous and what, you know, that kind of that it let's be honest, it's a rom-com, but it's instead of like Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody, this was just a really interesting and unique way to also bring back the legacy of a band. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have said it better myself. We're in this uptick right now of famous band biopics. And even over the last few years, there's been several music-related movies. It's almost like our generation's answer to musicals. (laughs) And to take on a band like the Beatles and to really do them justice, it's like you could do the story about them and make it like a biopic. You could do the documentary route. But I really liked taking this music that we all know and love And putting this creative spin on it, like, what if nobody knew who the Beatles were and they were coming out now in 2019? Well, and let's be honest. I love the Beatles. That's what we listen to at Christmas. But, I mean, do we need another documentary (laughs) about them? Been there, done that. I'm sure there's already been a biopic. I mean, this is just kind of a, a way for younger generations to kind of pick up on it because you don't necessarily have to be a Beatles fan to enjoy the film. Exactly. And one thing, and I don't think the film really answers this question, but, you know, the Beatles have a very uh, unique sound that puts you in a time and a place. It's putting you in the 60s or the 70s. And to play those songs as if they had never been heard now, I really do wonder if they would have the same draw and the same attraction as it did back then, because what they were doing in the 60s and 70s was so novel, was so new and unheard of. And weird. And weird, yeah. particularly in some of their later psychedelic stuff. Yeah. Which is weird-ass music and great music. But would it have the same appeal today where we're very pop and synthesizer and hooky? 
like some of these songs, like much like Queen or any of the other contemporaries, you know, are very balladic, uh, very much like ballads, some of these songs. That's very unique to whatever anybody else is doing today. I don't know. It, it's something that I kind of walked out of the theater wondering, but I really enjoyed how Beatlemania, if you will, happened <laughs> in 2019. Yeah, very much so that he couldn't walk around anymore. And it had it, it definitely had that same feel. And that's kind of an interesting perspective to look at because, yes, would except for the fact that certain songs are famous, would they really carry over to today if it was just someone else? Like Katy Perry doing Waylon Jennings. It's just, <laughs> does it carry over? I, I don't know. Well, suffice to say, I think that's a hearty double thumbs up from both of us for yesterday. And you know what? It's not another comic book movie. Yes! So just for the fact that there is nothing like it going on right now... You don't even have to like the Beatles. Absolutely go see this. It's so much fun, and it's so refreshing. I love everything about this movie. My brother said I already have to babysit, so (laughs) So him and his wife can go out and see the movie. movie. (laughs) And while they're at the movies, you'll just uh, get the the youngin hooked on the Beatles. Oh, I'm sure that's... She's four months out. I'm sure she's already listened to multiple (laughs) albums, so... Well, Yesterday is now playing both yesterday, today, and tomorrow... And I'm going to make sure I see it again. Time to pour something. Hell yeah. So I, of course, go back to England. So I'm going to drink a British-made beer, Newcastle Brown Ale. How predictable of Mm -hmm. you. You know, just a light brown for the summer. Oh, fine. I am feeling the need for something hippie and trippy after this movie. Particularly, you know, I'm I'm feeling like the later uh, era, the psychedelic era of the Beatles. So I googled Beatles cocktails. Oh, that had to have been a wormhole. (laughs) There is a lot out there. Uh, The one that I stumbled upon that sounds really good and I want to make is called a Juicy Lucy, which is uh, Sprite, Blue Curacao, Gin, Vodka, and Orange Juice. How predictable of a drink for you. (laughs) (laughs) What, you like a pour them heavy, right? Yep. And colorful. Yes, you always got to pour it like, you know, you're pouring it for your friend. I'm a good friend, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jude, subscribe to our social channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the movies.